Good morning, everybody, and Baruch Habab Shabbat. Wow, it's right around the corner. Let's prepare. Hat kenas mechabe prosdor. That's a very key item in life to be prepared. The more you prepare, the more you're going to be able to enjoy it. The more you'll show how important it is. You're preparing for a test. You're preparing for a meeting. You're preparing very hard. You're preparing for a wedding. Oh boy, you're preparing. It shows you how important it is. Then when you get it, it's going to be succulent. It's going to feel delicious. So we're preparing now for the Shabbat. There's no better thing to do. And Shabbat, when it comes here, we're going to be greeting the Shabbat bride, the Shekhinah. So let's put that on our minds. I know you can't see it, you can't feel it, but you have to put it in your mind. That's why we say, Bui kala, bui kala. You're going to turn around. You say, Lechadodi. Say, Bui kala, come, my bride. The bride, that's the Shekhinah. That's Hashem, Hashem, Hashem Barach. He's the, 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 he's our married to the Jewish people. He's our Shekhinah. So we're preparing for the Shabbat, and thereby we're going to enjoy a beautiful Shabbat. Of course, we know that the, um, you're outside now, you're going to take some, you're going to take, take some deep breaths of fresh air to oxygenate your blood and prepare yourself for, for an uplifting experience to, to, to be in a positive attitude, of course. Now, right now, we're all preparing for some snow, it looks like. That's what they're saying. Although I don't believe them. I don't like the weatherman at all. But he's saying snow, so let's uh, put in our head a little bit of snow, a little bit of snow. Now, we've got to be prepared for snow. You can't just let it surprise you. You prepare. How are you going to prepare? When prepare that when the snow comes down, you should at least envision when it's floating down, envision that the man is coming down. Oh, the man that fed the Jewish, it fed the Jewish people 40 years in the desert, 40 years. Food from heaven. That's bitahon. We didn't have to even do anything for it. Just all you had to do was sweep it up and eat it. Bitahon. Every day, and, and the next day you didn't have any more. So you had, to, you, you, you had reliance on Hashem to feed you again the next day. This is a buildup for 40 years. And thereby, we can have a model in our mind, a model in our brain, a model in our blood, a model in our DNA, a model in our guts, that Hashem, He's doing it, He's been doing it, and He's doing it right today. Just, just get that in your mind. So that, that, that snow that's coming down, it's floating down, let it for a second remind you that Hashem is feeding us all the time. He's been feeding us since we were babies in our mother's stomach. And he's feeding us till today. And he's going to continue to feed us and take care of us. So look at that man. It's floating down. It's white. It's white so you can see it. Take a look at it. Take your hand. Take, take a scoop of that delicious snow. Take a scoop it up in your hand. Feel it. That's, that's sensory perception. Feel that snow. It's something very, very uh, beautiful to feel. And it's, it's white. It, it, so you have to know that, again, the... the, the uh, King, yeah, David Melech tells you right there in the, in the uh, Tehillim, which we say in the prayers every day, Hanoten she, Shele Katsamer. That's a very, you have, to, you have to look at that strong. I'm not, King David, he's a prophet. He's saying, Hanoten Shele, Hanoten, Ha means Hashem. Ha, Hashem. He gives. He gives means you want to take it. You want to just let it fall down for nothing. If he's giving it, you want to be able to notice it. Hanoten Shele Katsamer. It's like wool. Of course, the, the question beggars itself that the, how could snow be like wool? Snow is cold for sure. We know it's cold. And wool, we have a perception that wool is warm. Of course, it's not warm. Wool is not warm. Warm keeps warmth in because it's kinky. It's fluffy. It's an insulator. So it keeps the warmth in from your body. Your sweater keeps it in because your warmth is coming from your body. The sweater itself has no warmth. The wool has got no warmth. So we have to see in that, in that aspect, the wool and the snow have it's similarity. The wool is also, the snow is also kinky, it's fluffy, and it's keeping the warmth of the ground in, keeping the, 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 um, the insects and the, and the, and the, uh, and the, the, the uh, caterpillars and the things that are tilling the soil. Without that, we have no food. It's tilling the soil. Keeping them, otherwise, they'd freeze. 
So let's keep in mind when we see the snow a little bit. Now, of course, just one idea on the parasha. We got so many, but one like this. It says over here, Ayin tachat ayin. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. You know, the Goyim have been uh, holding, a, holding that against the Yehudim for years. In fact, Shakespeare, Shakespeare was no Jew lover. He was an anti-Semite. He actually, he wrote in, um, in uh, one of his plays, he wrote, um, uh, A Pound of Flesh. He said, you Jews, you want to take a pound of flesh. Ah, we don't take, so he say, oh, an eye for an eye. We don't take no eye for an eye. We don't do that. That's, they're not cannibals. So why does the Torah say that? That's the question. We don't take an eye. We don't take a tooth. We don't take a leg for it. We don't take any of that stuff. So why doesn't the Torah say money for an eye? That's the big question. You got to know that, my friends. Why doesn't it say money for a tooth? We're not capable. We're not taking a tooth. Should say that. That's the big question. And the answer, Robert Miller gives two answers. One is, because when if a person hurts another person's eye or his tooth or his arm, he should feel like they should be taking his arm. Even though he's paying money, he should have that feeling in him that really he, he owes his arm, he owes his eye. He should have that feeling, he should feel, feel that sad, he should feel that distress, have that, have that feeling. That's why they're writing it that way. An eye for an eye, they should be taking your eye out. But they're not going to take your eye out, they're going to take your money out of your pocket, but not your eye out. Now, what, so what, what's the other reason here? They're saying it that way? It could have said uh, an eye for money. So... So they're saying it over here because you have to know the Torah, the written Torah is very shallow without the oral Torah. You can't understand a word of it. Our Torah, my friends, is the oral Torah. That's the Gemara, the Mishnah. That's the oral Torah, the voluminous oral Torah. We're not the Karaim over here that we go by the literal Torah. You can't can't understand the word. If you don't buy the literal Torah, you're going to take eyes out and and teeth out over here. No. So we have to know that's making you come on to the oral Torah. That's what Rav Miller is explaining. Is, is, the, Hashem wrote it this way because it's ridiculous to, to, to understand it this way because he wants you to know that you have to have the Torah Shabbat Peh, my friends. And that's the Jewish nation's Torah. Our Torah is the oral Torah, the Torah Shabbat Peh, as explained by our beautiful great Chachamim throughout the ages. And they're continuing to explain until today. There's no end. And that's how we are still here as a Jewish nation, evolving with the Torah Shabbat Peh. And have a great Shabbat. Look at that snow. Take, a, take your hand out. Touch it. Enjoy it. And have a great, fantastic Shabbat. Bye.